We're all visiting here together on Hitting the Mark. I'm Jeffrey Mark with Ray Carr and Cindy Ribelin. Today we salute my friend, the wonderful Peter Marshall, who's turning 95. Peter also has an enormous sense of humor. Let me tell you a story. And Peter told me this story when I was writing my book about Ethel Merman. Peter and I were having dinner. And this is the story he told. The entire cast of the Hollywood Squares one week was invited by, um, oh gosh, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on a name, Mr. Carr, who produced disco and films. Alan Carr? Alan Carr invited a whole bunch of people to the Pink Pussycat Porn Theater. <laughs> he served, I'm, I'm not kidding you, I believe a buffet meal, and then everybody sat and watched a porn film together. That was <laughs> the evening he'd come up with for an entertainment. And Peter happened to go with Rosemarie and Ethel Murphy, who was on the show that week, and Ethel was very close friends with Rosie. So, and Peter was very close friends with Rosie, so he got to know Ethel. And it was a Swedish porn film. So some of the dialogue was in Swedish, and some of the dialogue was in English. It was also a film where perhaps a woman might be bisexual, where a woman might go from being with a man to being with a woman. And you know, you, you, so here, Peter Marshall, Rosemary is on your left, Ethel Merman is on your right, and you're watching adult porn. And they switched languages at that moment from English to Swedish. And a woman was pleasuring a man and then sort of pivoted her body and began pleasuring a woman. And Peter turned and said, oh, look, she's bilingual. Oh, Rosie oh, fell oh. on the floor laughing. Mormon was hysterical laughing. Wow. <clears throat> that Peter's sense of humor. He sees it in the moment and he's got it and knows just the right amount of words to say. Not too many, not too few, because he's a funny man. He's, he's been doing this a long, 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 long time. And I didn't clean that up, by the way. I did. That's 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 the way he told me the story. And Rosie, Rosie confirmed it for me. And uh, her language is a little bit more naughty than his was, but uh, the story was the same. Takes a lot to hold your own against all these people. It does. It does. If you're too strong, if you're too much of a bombast, you're stepping on everybody else's work. If mm -hmm. you're a milk toast, if you're just a pretty face hunching your shoulders and going, well, here we are, okay, here we are, all right, no. It doesn't work. It needed someone as talented and as secure as Peter to make the show work. And maybe that's why he's so successful in his private life. Because he's secure. He knows who he is. He knows what he can do. And he doesn't waste time on nonsense. He spends his time and energy Will, will make him and his wife happy. Hmm. <clears throat> Why did he leave in 81? It wasn't a matter of leaving. The show had run for, I, gosh, how many years on NBC, both as a daytime show, a weekly 
primetime show for several of the years. And then when they roll back the time, people may not remember the 1970s, the early 70s, primetime on television, network television, started at 7.30, not 8 o'clock. Well, the government decided to get, take away half an hour from the network and give it to local stations. Local stations were supposed to produce their own products. Well, that never happened. Instead, they just threw in half-hour syndicated shows. So they syndicated Hollywood Squares as a strip at night. Some years, five nights a week. Some years, one night a week. The show just went its course. It wasn't that he quit the show or that they didn't want him anymore. The show had run its course. And they wanted to do something different in the daytime that might get better ratings. Uh, the show had been in syndication towards the end anyway. The last bit of the show, it was not in use. It was only syndication. This is what happens. Shows run their courses. And uh, the show was brought back very shortly, a few years later, as part of a match game Hollywood Squares Hour. And they got Gene Rayburn to do the match game part. They got John Bowser, you know, John Bauman, Bowser. I remember that. Yes, I don't know. To take over Peter's part. And it was to Peter, and Peter, Peter knew he just, he could smell this bomb going off and wanted no part of it. Uh, and it's terrible. It's a terrible version of the show. Since then, they've gotten who I, they think are Peter Marshall knockoffs. Uh, John Davidson, a little more unctuous. He was more on the Burt Parks side as the host. Uh, the last host, and forgive me folks, I'm forgetting his name. He's a brilliant broadcaster and uh, he did very, very, very well on the Whoopi Goldberg produced version of the show because he was more like Peter. He knew how to control the comedians. He knew how to keep the show moving and going and he was good looking and he was charming and he was smart. So that's the closest they've come to Peter. Hmm. Interesting. Well, you know, he's had a full life and um, it, it, it's great that he's still around at 95. Is there anything else that he wants to do? I mean, has he said anything about it? He wants to live. So the newest news, and since it's gone public, I can share it with you, is that Peter did go COVID and was in the hospital for quite a while. And they were saying this is it for him. He has bounced back. He is home and function. So he's dodged yet another bullet. And if you believe in God or in prayer or spirituality, I have to assume all the prayers for him and maybe the way he lived his life bode well for him and that his wife has taken such good care of him. Uh, you know, there's a reason why at 95 he was still singing and looking so well. Lori controls the diet. She controls. She makes sure she is taken care of beautifully, so that he has the most energy and health to enjoy his life. So perhaps the lifestyle she helped him to have of good health and good choices helped him. And then the rest of it is just he's one of the lucky ones who dodged the bullet. Sure. Yeah. Peter Marshall, yeah, it's, um, you know, I learned so much about him here, and I, I just hope our audience uh, really, really appreciates all the hard work that you do, Jeffrey, each and every week, um, sharing mm -hmm. the stories of these very famous people that we know 
I know a little bit about, but you know an enormous amount of information that is just really interesting. And uh, each and every week, I just come away with it going, man, I am so lucky to be able to be part of this. So, you know, hats off to you. Well, thank you. You know, maybe to put a button on Peter before we go. I've mentioned this before, but I'll tell it from a different point of view. I can't remember how many years ago. Don Wells, my late dear friend Don, threw me a birthday party at once. It wasn't going to be a big deal. It was a dinner party. And she held it outdoors around her pool. Very limited guest list. Dawn and her manager, Peter Marshall and Wally, Barbara Eaton and her husband, our mutual, all of us, mutual publicist, Harlan Bowl and Harlan's partner. And it was a lovely, wonderful birthday party I'll never forget. And Harlan and I kind of had a court in that we joke that between Harlan and myself, we have met every celebrity who's ever lived or we've worked with them, or we're friends with them. And at one point, Harlan and I kind of looked at each other and we said out loud, we have Peter Marshall and Don Wells and Barbara Eaton here and we're telling stories. And Barbara and Peter both piped up, no, we never get to hear these stories. People are always interviewing us, asking us to provide the entertainment. We wanna hear your stories. We want to be entertained by you. Can you imagine too many people in comedy who would have that outlook, who wouldn't want to grab the spotlight? You know, let me tell you about me. Well, Peter was like, I know all about me. I don't need to talk about me. Let me hear stories I've never heard before. Yeah. And that's the kind of person Peter is. And that's the kind of person Barbara is. And that was the kind of person Dawn was. Dawn did not like talking showbiz. She wanted to talk about the world, uh, which meant that everybody's opinion counted and mattered. And she wanted to know what you thought. And so does Peter. Perhaps well, that's why these people were friends among themselves as well. I wish I could have met Peter. I mean, or, or I wish I could still meet him, but I mean, I know that's impossible, but he seems like a great guy. And, uh, you know, what an amazing life. I am a blessed man, whether it was God-given or my hard work or being in the right place at the right time, whatever the reason is that I've gotten to know these people and know them well, I'm the luckiest son of the world. Uh, and, and we have a whole radio show out of this. So it's, it's a gift for everybody. Sometimes it's hard for me to talk and tell these stories especially about people who are no longer here. But if I don't tell them, the stories will get lost. Mm -hmm. Very glad that hopefully hitting the mark, we're hitting a high mark in sharing show business history that will get lost. In and then Ray and Cindy, you both asked such good questions, which helps bring the stories out. Well, I'm just asking questions that I think that people might be curious about. Um, aside from, well, you got to ask the obvious, but aside from the obvious, um, really the person that we talk about each and every week, I think the audience wants to know what made that person the way they are, mm -hmm. you know, good, bad, or indifferent. Mostly it's good. Um, but everybody isn't just automatically the way we see them on TV. It takes a long time for that person to get to that point. 
And there's a lot of things that contribute to that, whether it be education, whether it be their close family or not a close family or, you know, many circumstances um, go into that. So and it's nice that you're able to share things that otherwise we, the audience in um, Cindy and I uh, would probably never know. Right. Interesting thing, because there is the public person. If it's an actor or a singer, it's the songs they sing, it's the parts they play. But underneath all of that, hopefully, there is a person, the actual human being. In some cases, that person disappeared years ago. Those are the people who are unhappy. Those are the people who don't realize how lucky they are. Those are the people who think being a husband or a father or a mother is not important. The career is important. The happy ones never abandon the actual person inside and feed that person's needs as much as they feed the food. And as long as you find a balance there, usually you're in good shape. And when it's unbalanced, that's where the horror stories happen. Didn't, um, one final note, didn't uh, Peter have a son named Pete Lecoq that played professional baseball? He still does. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, what I meant is obviously Pete Lecoq um, is retired, but he did play in the 1970s and 80s. I, I believe Pete now is a grandfather, and uh, Peter has uh, great-grandchildren there. Uh, you know, it's a funny thing. The very first time I was invited to Peter's house, you drive up a private driveway off the road, and you come to a gate that says Lecoq on it. Now, for five minutes, I just sat there and laughed because... <laughs> I knew that was his real name. It's French, the rooster, but that's their real yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. And but you know, you don't you don't expect to see Lacoste on a large electric gate that opens. You know, just I just sat and laughed at it. But it prepared <laughs> me to have a good time at the house. Interesting. Well, I had a great time here in hitting the mark. I'm Ray Carr, and Cindy Verbalin, and of course, the man that always hits the mark a bullseye every week. The amazing, and I mean that sincerely, Jeffrey Mark. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, folks. Tune in next time to see what famous person we get to share with you. Because right this minute, even I don't know who's next. So this is Jeffrey Mark, along with Ray Carr and Cindy Rubelin. And I want to say to you guys, God bless and have a happy day.